Sandball Podcast Network. We're putting the band back together. Twisted Minds brought you the original fan ball. We had a bad pile of enough to turn goat piss in the gas This is the Fan Ball Fantasy Football Podcast. If you're dumb, surround yourself with smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself with smart people who disagree with you. Welcome back to another episode of the Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast. Here to my right, John Tuvey, straight across no, from no, me. No, 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 no. Oh. Your directions are all messed what up. What is going on? That is my it, left. I think it's you. John Tuvey is to my left, to your right as you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and Jake Clemens is straight again, straight across from me. How Once you doing? again, you're wrong. I'm not straight across. I'm to the right. No, that's mostly <laughs> straight across. Straight across would be right here. Wow. These people are getting a horrible direction. You know, if you were doing it like uh, uh, angles, it, we would not. There's not a right angle. No, no. Us. Yeah, it would be more of an, an acute. Not you're you're at like twelve forty-five. Yeah. Yeah. If <laughs> you're not quite one o'clock, if you're me, in your car and looking ahead, fish is uh, like uh, your right front tire. I'm in the back seat, and Jay's kind of like where your steering wheel is. Exactly. So Jay's blocking your view. It's not safe to drive that way. By no, way. no, it's not safe to drive the way we're sitting. All right. So we are going to give you some player values here, some values from every position That's for this order. weekend's, uh, you know, main slate. Uh, we do have an awesome Thursday night lineup of games, just a ton of not just the NFL games, but games in the lobby. There's a you can go click on game set, click on Turkey Day. And there's a bunch of awesome contests. So go to fanball.com, jump in the lobby, get in some contests. We do have a $4,000 NFL gravy boat where first place gets $1,000, but there's something additional. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. As an added bonus, there's $1,000 for the Turkey Day foreplay. I feel like that's that a, sounds dirty. Yeah, it does I, I sound think a you dirty. have to invoke dirty. the John okay, I, Gruden I, I turkey hole. Funny, I will not say it though. Keep going. Keep I, going. I do like it. All right. Uh, the 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 Turkey Day foreplay. If you have the highest quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end, you have to have all four of them. You're going to win a thousand dollars or share it with how many people actually do that. But I was surprised to see it's well over half full already. Excellent. I, I saw that this morning. Why and I was are you like, surprised? If we if we offer really good enticements, in addition, it's it's the equivalent of ga- of doubling down, like in Vegas. If if you feel like doubling down on your people, or if you pl- feel like playing a parlay at the racetrack, it's very similar. You know, mm-hmm. and these contests. This is the best, easily the best named slate. We've had. This is, oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I wish it were Thanksgiving every single week because we'll never have a better time. Obviously, Christmas would be good, too, to have a tournament called the Drunk Uncle. Yes. You know? Drunk Uncle. The Gravy Boat. Drumstick. The double turducken. Up, pumpkin pie. Turducken. That's stuffing. Awesome. Cranberry awesome sauce. Slate. Well played, guys. I like that there's like three Drunk Uncles in here. Well, hey. Some people have more than Drunk Uncle at a party. I, yeah. Uh-huh. I, have, I have a large family. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. Not to go all Eddie Murphy and delirious, but you can have more than one drunk uncle at a party, you know? 
I hope to have a large family. Yo, a Not cool like a lot cool of kids. Cool. I, I just hope a lot of people <laughs> got that joke. You know, I want a large family. Guess Not a lot of kids. A just a bunch of really, really tall guys. <laughs> Don't you already have a large family? Uh, no, not really. Oh, okay. It's not too large. No. Uh, yep. So let's uh, let's jump into some values here. Let's start with you, John. Who's your quarterback this week? Well, at the quarterback position, I am going to go with the rapidly healing Marcus Mariota at $6,500. He gets uh, a date with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, He's faced the Colts four times. He's had multiple touchdowns three times and averages 299 yards per game against Indianapolis. Uh, The last time you saw him earlier this year, he, he only had the one touchdown, but he wasn't himself. He wasn't fully healthy, and 11 rushes, 56 rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown in the last two games suggest that that hamstring is healthy. He's ready to go. He also comes off a stretch where he's faced over the last month the number two, number three, and number eight pass defenses. So as good as Indy has been, and they've been a step up from the old Colts, uh, it, it's a breather. It's a breather game for Marcus Mariota. Yeah. So, he was very good in an easy game stretch last year, too. Yes. So it, he, he does take advantage of that. The last five, uh, five of the last seven non-Mariota games, the Colts have uh, given up multiple passing touchdowns. I think Mariota gets it done at a reasonable rate of $6,500 this week as nice. well. Nice. Nice. Jay, for a couple hundred dollars less, who do you have? I will go with Alex Smith at 5700 I just put out my rankings for the week uh, a couple of minutes ago. So I have Smith at number seven. And as everyone knows, we don't, there are no buys. So if you're number seven and you can get a value for 5700 I'm guessing that hypothetically I'm saying that you should get more bang for buck than any other quarterback and potentially in the top ten. So I look forward to that matchup. I don't have a bunch of stats like 2V did. Uh, did. It, it just comes down to this. In the last five weeks, the Bills have the tenth worst passing defense – and for the season, they have just been shredded by opposing quarterbacks in terms of uh, in terms of passing touchdowns. So you put that all together. I know Smith struggled last week, but it was really windy at New York. He's got another favorable matchup. 57 degrees and sunny with minimal winds is the weather forecast for Sunday in Kansas mm. City. Put it all together, and this just makes way too much sense not to do it. I think that was the big hit off of Millie Vanilli's second album was Blame It on the Wind. Blame It yeah. on the Wind. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> all right uh my guy's joe flacco and it just like sickens me to even throw him in <laughs> you, there uh, i wish i would i would have brought in my joe my elite joe flacco plush i kind of want to switch put him right Tyra here taylor because tyra taylor at 5500 in, in a clear fu game type of moment <laughs> is uh kind of nice will he but, go baker mayfield on this one to his own sideline instead <laughs> of <to> the field? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Joe Flacco, and it's mostly matchup-based. He's 6,900, so he's a little more than the uh, other two guys mentioned so far. Uh, he's playing Houston. I, I, Flacco's terrible, but he's playing Houston, who have allowed 300 <laughs> yards to four of the last five quarterbacks. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're just giving up. Re- the, only, the only quarterback in the last six weeks uh, to not have multiple touchdowns was Kevin Hogan. And I think Fl- – Maybe Flacco's as good as Kevin Hogan. I think he's a little better. (laughs) You know, I don't think we've ever bandied about Kevin Hogan as elite. Uh, No, that is true. I'm going to say if if only alphabetically. 
Yeah, uh, Joe my, Flacco's My there. bold prediction article, I said Flacco might be a 12 or will be a 12 top 12 quarterback this week. I, I hate that I put that in there Ooh. now even more. But the Texans <laughs> have allowed the most touchdowns to quarterback, so mo- most fantasy points allowed as well on fan ball. So 6900 for Flacco. It's, it's a okay price if you have the balls to put him in your lineup. Well, we know Case Keenum does. At least that's what Mike Zimmer said. Can I, yes. can I amend something I just said a minute ago? No, I, I misspoke. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, uh, the Bills have actually been very good against passing touchdowns this year. Uh, so I, I wanted to clarify that. What I meant to say was that they've given up multiple touchdowns on, in their last two road games to what Josh McCown and Philip Rivers. So just the 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 value of doing it now, you know, compared yeah. to the totality of the season, that's what I meant. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Alex Smith is a good bounce back. Recency over week. primacy is what you're saying. Exactly. You All know right. what? Why don't we just say that for the history of time? That's a good way of saying it. <laughs> Recency over primacy. I like nice. It. That's a nice. old old fanball. Uh, Back in the the print fantasy football weekly oh, magazine, they had a, a, a picks column, uh, and they mentioned uh, Uncle Sneaky was their uh, their sneaky uh, bet play, and, and Uncle Sneaky, the battle of yeah, which uh, in today's uh, <laughs> climate might not be the, the no, best no, no. way Uncle to go. Uncle Creepy is a bad name yeah, in today's. Yeah. Uncle Sneaky, <laughs> well, Uncle Sneaky is still kind Uncle of Uncle Sneaky works. Know? Yeah, it, it allows some uh, probably lend it let it to the drunk uncle here yeah. in the slate. Nice. All right, we've sidetracked the show enough. Fish wants us back. No, no, track. if we pause long enough, uh, Fish can add in <laughs> a voice drop of an actual drunk uncle, you know, like uh, <laughs> off YouTube or something like that. I yeah. could. I could. All right, let, running backs. Let, you know, let's start here. I'll start with mine. Oh, yeah. Um, I went with J.J. McKissick because he is the lead Seattle running back. in J.D. A, J.D., sorry. What did I say? J.J.? J.J., yeah. What is wrong with me? All right, J.D. McKissick. He's the lead running back, I believe, for the Seahawks, but mostly because he gets not just five, six, seven carries, which isn't a lot, but he also gets five, six targets in the receiving game. And the 49ers are pretty much, at least they were, they're, they're still right there, dead last in receptions, receiving yards and touchdowns to, to running backs. They're, they're right in the bottom five, uh, at least right now still. Um, it, it's a good matchup for him. It's it's a good game script for Seattle to get ahead and maybe need to run a little bit to, to run out the clock. So I like him at 4,300. I'm going to briefly mention Sharkandrick West because we weren't going to talk about him. Uh, Buffalo has allowed multiple running backs to tear up, uh, tear them up several times this year. Gordon and, uh, and Eklar last yeah. week and Kamara and, uh, Ingram, Ingram and yep. Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. And there was another one that I'm missing where uh, they had multiple running backs destroy him. So uh, I believe it was probably Powell and Forte, I think. And that might have even been before the Marcel Darius. Yeah. Trip. And since Marcel Darius has left, they're allowing like 5.7 yards per carry, I believe. It's just terrible. Oh, it's like 200 and I believe it's like 205 yards per game and three rushing. running back touchdowns. Yeah, rushing, it's unreal. So th- there's a share for uh, Chuck Hendrick West yeah. if you're if you have the case Keenum's enough to if, to yeah. dig down and play for him. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So let's go over to you, John. After I mention those two guys, well, I'm going to uh, go with uh, Devontae Booker at a uh, nice $4,500 price tag. He gets. Uh, the Oakland Raiders this week. Uh, Booker's touches are on the rise. He had forty five hundred. I've okay. I have him at fifty two. Fifty two hundred. Yeah, I, okay. I'm, we've dis- we discussed this before yeah, the, the podcast. There, I, I have some pricing discrepancies on my sheet, but I uh, fifty two hundred is still a good. Price. I prematurely well, printed these things out eight weeks ago. You know, <laughs> eight weeks. I you know I'm a bear for detail. 
So we'll go 5,200 on Devontae Booker. Um, 19 touches, 98 combo yards last week against the Bengals, and uh, you might have noticed C.J. Anderson fumbling in the fourth quarter. I don't know that that's going to increase his workload. Probably he slides a little bit more onto Devontae Booker's plate. The Raiders have allowed 83 or more running back rushing yards in every single game this year, and they'll Boom. be breaking in a new defensive coordinator. So Booker gets a share of the work on the ground. He's also uh, pretty active in the passing game. I and think the Raiders... he had more touches last week than C.J. too. Yep, yep. He's he's taken that uh, that bull by the horns. He gets a, a Raiders defense that's allowed running back receiving scores in back-to-back games. Over the last five games, they've uh, given up an average of seven catches per game to the running Ooh. back position. Wow. And when you insert a new quarterback like Paxton Lynch, it probably means handoffs and dump-offs are the order of the day. So... I really like Devontae Booker. Regardless of if you want to you want to add another $700 to the price tag, just like that, fine. <laughs> I'll pay 5200 for Devontae You said Booker. 83 yards? Is that what you said? Uh, uh, Oakland's allowed at least 83 rushing yards in every stinking game. I wrote game. about this yesterday, so I'll throw in a stat here. Uh, of his, what, last uh, last year when he came in, when he, when he finally assumed basically starter reps, even though if he didn't start – he, he got your magical mark of 85 yards and or one touchdown six times in like an eight-game span. And Ooh. then he had a phenomenal week 17. Then he broke his wrist. If he does not break his wrist during the offseason, we're not discussing him as a backup. Nope. He's probably been the starter all year. So good go. pick. I like hmm. it. Nice. Who's your pick, Trey? Oh, well, I wrote about running back. So we could have gone anyone, really. Uh, Derrick Henry, uh, Booker, uh, J.D. McKissick, as you mentioned, Corey Clement, but... Let's go with the guy that we did last week here, okay? Kenyon Drake. I know he had a marginal week last week, but I'm not marginal. Okay, I'm, but I'm not <laughs> it abandoning was awful. ship here. Awful. I am not abandoning. Stick to your guns. I like abandoning it. the ship here. Okay, there are just too many variables here that just that just scream that he's due for a big week. Okay, all right. The Dolphins have averaged pathetically 16 points. In their current four-game losing slide, okay? And as I wrote yesterday, if team officials were smart, they would try something exotic, maybe giving more targets and touches to Devontae Parker, Jarvis Landry, and, of course, Drake, okay? Drake has averaged 98 total yards and one-half touchdown for weeks 9 and 10. For that span, he snagged all eight of his targeted balls against the Raiders and Panthers. Uh, the Patriots, this week's opponent, own bottom 12 rankings against pass-friendly backs, citing the categories of catches, targets, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. Plus, since the mm. J.I. trade to the Eagles, uh, Jay Cutler has a completion rate of 68.1%. Now, there's no guarantee he'll play this week, but we're optimistic toward that. And here's a big thing. Did you hear Bill Belichick's radio interview with WEEI, I think, uh, in Boston? He was talking about how the team was exhausted and things like that. This is a perfect ambush week for the Dolphins, even though it's on the road. They have had it, like, some of those against time, Patriots before, Yeah, they, they have a history of ambush. In, yeah. to, if the Patriots are exhausted, this is the time to catch Kenyon Drake, or I mean, to give him open space touches. We mentioned this last week, that famous office episode where Michael tries to run, what, 12, 13 <laughs> miles an hour yeah. at the speed limit sign. Well, Kenyon Drake has been clocked back in his L.A. days at a top-end speed of 22 miles per hour. Put him in space. Make the Dolph, Make the Patriots, who are apparently exhausted, make him 
make them chase him the entire day. What's what's scary about that, and this is kind of a sidetrack, but Leonard Fournette has been clocked at a top end speed of twenty one <laughs> miles per hour at his size this That's year in amazing. the NFL. You're right, because Drake is That's Drake's unreal. not a small man. I've stood next to him, but he's not Fournette either. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, just, just you saying that makes me think, wow, my That's top crazy. end speed in my fastest days. I probably 16, 17. So the fact that those guys could blow me away by five miles per hour is just mind blowing to me. You know, I think Marshall Newhouse hit 24 miles an hour as he was spinning. Um, when he got hit picked after he picked up that fumble, the lineman for the Raiders mistakes were made, Jay. Okay. I was wrong. Fournette 22.05. Wow. Oh no, here That's it is. Leonard fashion. Fournette week six, 21.76 miles per hour. Or no, twenty two oh five. Yeah, twenty two oh five is better. Yeah, yeah, twenty two oh five. You want yeah. the higher one? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. picking them up nope. and putting them down. Yep. Sorry, twenty two. Yeah, twenty two point oh five miles per hour for net so, week five. But thirty seven hundred dollars. Uh, you know, you, you can't turn that down. Mm, you yes. can, but it wouldn't be wise. Mm. Good yeah. call. Good call. All right, let's move on to wide receivers. Uh, I went with Dontrell Inman, four thousand dollars. He is the. Target leader the last two weeks for Trubisky. Uh, he's the starter <laughs> for the Chicago. Like the, he's the number one dog uh, for the Chicago Bears this uh, this week. Uh, I just think it's volume. I honestly just think it's volume. Um, hey, it works for the change bank. That's how they make their money. Yeah, it's uh, you, you don't generally want anything in a Trubisky or a Hunley offense. I suppose you want Devontae Adams. But uh, this week he gets a Philadelphia defense that's bottom ten against the pass. Has allowed. Uh, he's the guy to own there, and for four thousand, he's got to be the cheapest number one wide receiver, a, a team's number one wide receiver on the board. So uh, that's the guy I like, uh, just for the price. Who do you like, John? Is it a guy you picked before? Well, I don't know if you've heard me talk <laughs> about this guy before, and and Fish threatened to uh, pull up a clip from you know what two weeks ago, five yep. weeks ago, preseason when I've talked about Mohamed Sanu. But you keep pricing him at fifty two hundred dollars, and you throw him against the Tampa Bay defense that's allowed more wide receiver yards than any other team. Um, I'm going to take that bet every time. Uh, coming out of the slot, Sanu's going to see plenty of Vernon Hargraves, who is the, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, the 55th best cornerback in the league. You know defensive attention's going after uh, Julio Jones, and the Bucks have allowed 12 wide receiver touchdowns. Uh, recent history tells us Julio Jones is not going to claim one of them, but Mohamed Sanu has three touchdowns in the last four games. You also have to know there's a, a level of trust with Mohamed Sanu. Uh, he was top three in drop rate last year. Uh, Jay will love this as, as a catch-to-target guy. 18, his last 18 targets, 15 catches. Come on, Jay. Do the, do the math. That's pretty dang 15 good. 15 of 18? Yeah. That's what, uh, 79%? Wow. 78. So my understanding, there'd be no math. I, you know, with, with Julio, you, you know he's going to get volume, but with Sanu... He's going to get productivity in against Tampa Bay. I think there's plenty of room for both. Nice. I will say I have been mocking the Eagles, the Colts, and the Bucks' pass defense pretty much all year. But the Bucks have been better, a lot like the Patriots. They have improved in recent weeks. So this isn't a an automatic no-brainer pick, but I do like the, the rationale of it. Though. No, I used my brain for this one. You're, check out the big brain on Tuvi, you know? Nice. 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 Who's your guy, Jay? 
Uh, we're doing receivers. I have I had many options, but this week we're going to play a hunch. At $3,700, we're going to go with Martavis Bryant, okay? Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster has an ankle problem. This thing just kind of popped up out of nowhere, and I don't like injuries that just kind of pop up nowhere after a game, okay? So let's go on the assumption that Schuster, Smith-Schuster is healthy enough to play but maybe not healthy enough to get downfield 40 times a game, you know, and run back for the thing. But so he could be a nice, healthy decoy where maybe Green Bay has Kevin King, who's a very athletic rookie, guard him, okay? This creates an opening, a vacuum per se, for Bryant to do well, but with a lesser defender here, okay? So let's write off some stats that will make you buy this pick at all. All right. I let's mean- start with Big Ben. Of his last eight November, December home games, he is averaging, averaging kids. 342 yards and three touchdowns, okay? The Packers are ranked against opposing wideouts. They rank the bottom 10 for catches, targets, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns allowed. And for the third thing, since you mocked me for catch-to-target ratio. I didn't mock you. Against the Packers, uh, opposing wideouts have a sterling catch-to-target rate of 66%. 66%? is great for tight ends. It is phenomenal for receivers. Uh, so you put it all together, the Big Ben stats, uh, the Packers' deficiencies against opposing wideouts on both fronts, and for me, $3,700 just screams fantasy goodness. And at the very least, we know the the, the Steelers will score 30 points at home this late in the year. Uh, it just – it. It's, I just can't pass this one up. Nice. Why would you assume that I'm mocking you? Because you, you mock me all the time. Well, that's different. If we different. had a microphone that's in the office, different. I get mocked more than anybody in this office. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm like the, the, the sensei from, from uh, Karate Kid. I like that. I like that. You know? <laughs> all I know is if it were biologically possible, I think you would have Ben Roethlisberger's child. Yes. At least for the next uh, month and a half of the season. You, the you are so on board with uh, I, with his finish to this. I, thi- this I have a Love slate. Jones for Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown 365 days a year. But <laughs> I don't really start caring about Big Ben until daylight savings time is passed. <laughs> because that, for whatever reason, when you know like when you have a 4 o'clock game on the East Coast, it's dark before halftime. Like, the, for whatever reason, the man is phenomenal at home and in the dark. You know? I so, see a note on Jay's fridge that says, turn clock back, start loving Big Bang. Exactly. <laughs> You're not wrong. You know, the Apple Watch will yeah. automatically start loving Big Ben for you at, uh, for daylight savings time. Do we have a sponsor with Apple Watch? I think we should. Okay, okay. Let's let's contact no, them. Let's, let's get that done. So just you put it all together, and uh, there you go. Yep, there you go. All right, let's move to tight end. Let's start with you, John. Who do you got? Well, uh, talking about going back to the well, uh, you know, there's five teams that uh, we like to rotate against because they're so bad against tight ends. And the Giants play on Thursday. Washington plays on Thursday. We can't use them. Fortunately, the Cleveland Browns, are hosting, are actually visiting Cincinnati. Tyler Croft, $5,400. He's uh, he, he faced a soft defense last week and didn't disappoint with a touchdown against Denver. You might recall the last time Tyler Croft faced the pumpkin-helmeted Warriors. Started for uh, the injured Tyler Eifert. Six catches, 68 yards, two touchdowns. Yes, Cleveland still ranks in the bottom five in catches, yards, and touchdowns allowed to tight ends. Yes, Tyler Eifert is still injured. Yes, Tyler Croft, a fabulous fantasy play this week at the low, low bargain discount price of $5,400. 
Oh, I was wondering if you'd get the price change on that. Well, I I had it at uh, at forty five, but I saw you wanted to up. You know, what, go ahead, up the degree of difficulty. That's fine. Yep. I'll, I'll, I say I build a little extra into my budget just uh, for this this there sort of is. occasion. There it is. No, I like it. I like that's a great pick. Tight ends against Cleveland, always a good call. Uh, Jay, who's your guy? Well, I went cheap for what running back and receiver. So I, a little part of me was like, okay, I could do this very very uh, various ways. I wanted to go Adam Shaheen because that that price is great. But yeah, when you when you do it, put it all together. I've got room to spend some money here, so let's just go. For with those the listening, Shaheen pick. is thirty seven hundred against Philly. Yeah, but yeah, and that, good. And we yeah, had that, that is a good price. Adam Shaheen has caught every single target in the last two weeks. Ooh, uh, as I three? mentioned before. And he has a touchdown. But it's modest, and he has a touchdown. So that's the low pick, okay? But for me, the shooting fish in the barrel pick is Don't shoot fish. Okay? I have Cook. (laughs) I'm looking at this right now. My my rankings, Cook is ranked 10th for the week, and frankly, I'm probably underselling him at that spot. Uh, They're going against the Broncos this week. Um, You know, I know the Broncos have a formidable secondary, but they cannot stop anyone in – the tight end realm, they are what? They are bottom five, mm-hmm. including dead last in receiving yards allowed. They are bottom five for targets, receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns allowed to tight ends. They're basically the AFC equivalent of the New York Giants. So you put that all together, $5,700 seems like a lot, but the fact that I spent 3700 on running back and receiver, there's it's time to splurge, and if you're going to splurge, do it against a team that cannot stop you. I have some more fun stats for him. Sure. All right. That. The Broncos have allowed a touchdown to a tight end in seven of their last nine games, okay. including four in a row. Like I said, the equivalent of and the Giants. five 100-yard games to tight ends. That's unreal. A 100-yard game to a tight end is I, unreal. But five, I'm not planning on Jared Cook getting 100 yards, but I think 70 he's had 170. He's had twice, and, right? Twice in the last He's the only weeks. other tight end this year besides uh, Kelsey that's Kelsey, had multiple 100-yard yeah. games. So yeah. I, there, it Honestly, could very well I get 100 yards as well. Jay's, don't expect it, yeah. but enjoy it if it happens. Jay's pick is the I, best. I think I'm really <laughs> underselling him at 10. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, disagree. When I, do, when I redo the rankings on Sunday, obviously we're going to have three games that are passed. Mm-hmm. But I he could, with those three games being passed, he could easily be in the top five uh, come Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, that's a great pick and probably he's probably the best one of the best values out of all the players we've listed here's the deal here. with Jared Cook when you expect great things from him sometimes <laughs> you don't get it and when you're expecting nothing sometimes you get greatness he's basically the AFC version of Eric Ebro when you least expect it expect it exactly nice all right, uh, my guy is a guy half the people listening probably have never heard of, which is a little crazy. No, no, one-third of the people on this table have never heard of this guy. <laughs> so the Broncos uh, released A.J. Derby last week. They were insiders in Denver were just talking up this practice squad guy, and they promoted him. Not only did they promote him, they gave him more snaps and a bunch more targets than Virgil Green last week, five targets. Four catches for 36 yards. Not a lot, but... You were mocking Adam Shaheen for basically the same stats. I know. Okay. No, well, no, no, no. <laughs> he was. I was Noted. not mocking Adam Shaheen. <laughs> Noted. Okay. You but just assume when I talk to you that I'm mocking you, Jay, and that's so far from the truth. He is the starting tight end for the Raiders this week, or for the Broncos this week against the Raiders. Austin Trailer for $3,500. The Raiders have allowed 75 yards or a touchdown to five tight ends this year. They're bottom 10 against tight ends, but they're the fourth worst against tight ends over the last five weeks. 
and they've allowed 50 yards or a touchdown in seven of the 10 games. The last meeting with Denver, A.J. Derby had 75 yards and a touchdown. That's going to be Austin Trailer's role this weekend. I don't like him as much as Croft or Cook or several others. You know, he's he's more dart-throwy, but at 3500 if you really need to save money, that's a guy you can really save some money on. The, every stat you named is very good. I mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. But the one thing you didn't mention yeah. is that those stats include the fact that Gronk only had three catches for 36 yards last week in Mexico. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have, you know, yeah. it would just be like be in worse. your face, like, oh my God, you got to start this guy. Yeah, exactly. Even though I've never heard of him until 12 minutes ago. <laughs> and I think a lot of what we talked about with De- Devontae Booker holds true for Austin Trailer. What, what do quarterbacks do? They new young quarterbacks. Where do they, they if go to they running backs in the, the flat sack? and they throw straight line passes to tight ends? Yeah, That's there you go. There yeah. you go. Yep. Perfect. All right. Let's get on out of here. We gave you some a lot of players to consider for your lineups and multiple prices on some of those players. I'm <laughs> so, <laughs> just kidding. So, uh, thank you for listening to my. What did we decide? This is to my left, left. John Tuvi at J Tuvi on Twitter and. Now I'm going to turn a little. So straight across from me is Jay Clemens at M-I-N underscore Jay Clemens. And for me at ScottFish24. That was very obtuse of you. (laughs) Yes. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.